Hey everyone, I'm Cody, and you are listening to a public church podcast. I hope you enjoy the talk today, and thanks for listening. Well, good morning. God is good? All the time? Amen. It's great to see everyone here this morning on the final Sunday of this month. And I greet you in the name of the Father, the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. As a church, you guys have been going through the book of John. And the author of this book is someone that, one of the disciples whom Jesus loved dearly. And the Gospel of John explains the mystery of the person of Christ by using the term logos, which means word, was written to convince the readers that Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Not only that John makes a significant use, such image as light, water, life, love, and bread to describe the life and the presence of God that Jesus brings to every believer. And the theme of the whole book of John, of gospel, is the deity of Jesus Christ. In every chapter of the book of John, we see Jesus' deity. As I talked with uh, Pastor Todd about a month ago about coming this Sunday, and he told me you guys were going through the book of John, and he already preached from the first four chapters or summarized the first four chapters for you. My assignment was to focus on chapters 5 through 8. And this morning, I want to bring, to, bring your attention to chapter 8 of Gospel of John. There's so much to unpack in this chapter. If you have never read chapter 8 before, I encourage you maybe this week to read the whole chapter of Gospel of John chapter 8. In chapter 8 begins with the woman caught committing adultery. Then it moves to an argument between Jesus and the Pharisees about their fleshly judgment. Next, the Lord explains what it means truly be born of Abraham. And finally... He debates with the synagogue leaders about his identity. This morning, we're going to focus on the first 11 verses of Gospel of John, chapter 8. Would you stand with me for the reading of his holy word this morning? Gospel of John, chapter 8, 1 through 11. The word of the Lord this morning. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Then early in the morning, he came again into the temple. And all the people came to him. Having sat down, he was teaching them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And having set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, This woman was caught committing adultery in the very act. Now in the law of Moses commands us that 
such should be stoned. What do you say? And this said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger. When they continued asking him, he raised him up himself and said to them, The sinless one among you, let him throw the stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And having heard and being convicted by their conscience, they went away one by one, beginning with the oldest until the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus has raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? As no one condemned you? And she said, No one, Lord. Then Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Spirit of the Lord, I ask for your help this morning. I know you have deposited this word into my heart. And I ask for your help this morning. I pray a blessing over my brothers and sisters who are here this morning and watching us online. I pray, O oh God, give us the clarity of mind. Holy Spirit, instruct us and direct us according to your holy word this morning. And when we leave this place today, we will not leave as we walked in, but we will leave with the healing that can only come through you, O oh God. There are some of us here this morning Spirit of the Lord, I ask you will speak to them. Help them not to walk in shame ever again. But help them to walk in the beauty of your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated this morning. As I was studying through this whole chapter, it's one of the Hardest chapters, I think, in this Gospel of John. Because here we see shame follow us wherever we go like a bad rap sheet. Feeling of shame pushes us into a corner of the room and into the shadow of society. And all we hear is the whisper of people telling us, you are worthless and you are useless. But let me remind you this morning, on this last Sunday of this month, Jesus wants me to remind you, you are blessed and highly favored. You are anointed to do what God has called you to do. If you look at this passage as we read the first 11 verses, the religious leader, as Jesus was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They thought they had devised the perfect trap 
they confronted Jesus in public with the dilemma. They were sure that will get himself, that Jesus was not able to get himself out of. They presented this woman, caught in the very act of adultery. Then they asked her, what should be done to her? I love how Jesus works. Jesus standing silently and studying the whole scene did not miss a clue. How could this have taken place without a trap? How did they catch her in the act of adultery? Where was her partner? Had he not been committing adultery as well? They set him up. They thought only two possible responses, a situation they would thought it's a lose-lose situation for Jesus. First, if he said, yes, stone her, then they could call him a hypocrite because he was the one teaching his followers about compassion and forgiveness and love and grace. Furthermore, they could turn him over to the Roman officials because the only the Roman government could make a final judgment on the matter of capital, capital punishment. The second possibility was that he could say, no, let her go. Then they will have him from breaking the law of Moses and condoning adultery. But I love how our Jesus deals with people. Yes, she was caught. Yes, she was doing something that was not right biblically. But here's the thing. Before we read the Jesus' answer, let's observe his action. John 8, verse 6 said, They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. It's a mystery. No one exactly knows what he wrote on the ground. And that not only that, this is the only time in the, all the scriptures we were told Jesus wrote anything. Could it be that Jesus at the moment without saying a word, he wrote, he got on his knees and maybe he started writing the sins of those Pharisees? And the scribes, because here she, here they have brought this woman, caught in adultery, put her in the midst of Jesus, not in the midst, just in the midst of Jesus, in the midst of everyone. Can you imagine the shame she's facing right at that moment? We're so quick to point out other people's sin, sometimes we forget our sins. We're so quick to send a text, hey, did you know what she or he did last night? But we hide our own sins. Sometimes it's so easy to make ourselves look so good by promoting other people's sin and putting them to shame. That's not what Jesus did. At that moment, he started simply stooped down and began to write the, write the sins of the religious leader. 
themselves were guilty of. And I think it was so large that everyone could read it. The silence was broken when looked into the religious leader's self-righteous face and Jesus said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. We are very quick in this culture we're living in to start throwing stones at others. But I'm here to remind you this morning, for everyone has sinned and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. This morning, under the leading of the Holy Spirit, may I remind you, examine yourself before a holy God. Don't examine anyone else. Examine yourself before a holy God and see how your life is this morning. Then he stood back down and wrote some more on the dust. Just imagine the tension as these religious leaders looked at one another. They realized that if any one of them picked up a stone, declaring himself without sin, the others would have something to say about them. There are some sins in all of our lives you feel like no one knows, but Jesus knows. It is so quick that we can put it on social media and do different things to make ourselves good. But today, Jesus wants me to remind you, you are, you, all of us who walked into this room, may I humbly remind you, you probably walked in here this morning with shame and guilt. But let me introduce you to someone. His name is Jesus. He changes everything. I don't know if how many of you guys have been to Pastor Todd's office upstairs. There's a big sign on, above his bookshelf. It says, Jesus changes everything. One encounter with Jesus this morning can bring healing into your life. One encounter with Jesus this morning, it can change your life forever. You will not have to live with the shame ever again. The past is gone. The good Lord is here to set you free. All you have to do is take the step of faith. There are some of you listening to me who are here this morning and watching us online. Let me humbly remind you, you do not have to walk in shame ever again. You never have to walk in fear ever again. Jesus is here to set you free. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest. I suppose the oldest went away first because their maturity helped them to see those younger ones and perhaps because their maturity helped them to see those sins a little bit more clearly. As they stood there, 
letting their lives pass in review, they dropped their stones and left. Now, think about it. This woman who was caught in adultery was standing in front of all these people and they were ready to stone her. But when Jesus started revealing themselves who they really were, one by one, they started leaving the place. Jesus, having dismissed the accuser, they t- then turned to the woman. Where are your accusers now? Didn't even one of them condemn you? As I was sitting up there, Pastor Todd's office after the first service, the Holy Spirit brought a passage to me. I want to read before I go further. In Isaiah chapter 61. Listen to the word of God. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me and it's on you. Why? Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Listen to the sentence. He sent me to bind up the brokenness. He has called you to bind up the brokenness. To proclaim, listen, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from the darkness of the prisoners. To comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. Listen to this. To bestow on them the crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. And a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness planting in the Lord for they display his splendor. Listen to me, public church. God has called you and I to bring healing to people. God has not called us to bring shame on people. Because if we look at it us individually, we all have sins we struggle with. But today the Spirit of the Lord has anointed you to preach the good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the broken heart. Now Jesus, having dismissed the accuser, they turned to the woman. Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? Listen to me. There's only one time in the whole gospel of chapter 8, this woman says any word. And the only thing she says is no, Lord. And that is followed by the marvelous response of Jesus Christ. Neither do I go and sin no more. Neither do I go and sin no more. Listen to me. The only person on earth qualified to condemn this woman in her shame did not do. 
And I think for the first time in our life, she stopped condemning herself. Hear me, my brothers and sisters. Stop condemning yourself. Start, stop having those negative talks to yourself. You are set free. By the blood of the Lamb that was shed on the cross of Calvary, there is healing available for you today. Do not walk in shame ever again. Your past is the past. Today is the new day. The Holy Spirit wants me to remind you, you are not worthless. You are worthy in the hands of Jesus Christ. You are chosen. You are blessed. You are anointed. You are not what your peers tell you. You are a child of God that has been bought with the price, that blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary for you. Do not listen to those negative words again. Listen to the word of Jesus Christ today. Hear me. Unconditional love is very offensive because it includes all those we exclude. Jesus loves you unconditionally. You might not have received that love from your family members. You have been rejected because of your past. Your friends won't accept you because of what you have done in the past. But I'm here to remind you this morning, Jesus will accept you. He does not show partiality. Our God is a God that loves everyone unconditionally. This morning, some of you need to overcome your shame. You have lost your joy. You have lost your excitement. There's no energy left in you, but I'm here to remind you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. He's here to set you free. You will never have to walk in the guilty conscience. You will never have to walk in shame again. You will never have to be afraid to show yourself in the community. Today, Jesus is here. He wants to meet you right here and tell you how much He loves you. Maybe you're afraid to go back to your family because of your past sin. Today is the day of healing for you. There may be some of you, you have been kicked out of maybe the group meal or whatever because of how you acted. They think you're not good enough for them. But may I humbly remind you this morning, Jesus says, come as you are and he will change you. One word from Jesus can change your life. One touch from Jesus can change your life. Don't live in shame anymore. So this week, here's your homework assignment. Be the reason someone feels welcomed. Be the reason someone is seen. Be the reason someone is valued loved and supported maybe 
you need to send a text to someone and say, hey, I'm asking for your forgiveness for the things I said about you. Maybe you need to reach out and have a cup of coffee or have lunch. Hey, I am sorry for the things I said about you to your friends because I'm struggling with my own sin. Today is the day of healing for some of you. One day we will stand before a holy God. One day we will stand before a holy God and we'll give an account for everything we have said and done. I believe it just, it might be like that on a screen where Jesus, oh, on January 30th, 2022, I know what you did. Today, I want to humbly remind you as a servant of the Most High God, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Do not walk out of here with the same shame or guilt. When you leave this place, you should be set free. Can I read that passage to you one more time from the book of Isaiah? The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim the freedom for the captives and release them from the darkness uh, for the prisoners. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. They will be called the oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. Can you imagine for the first time in this woman's life, she felt what it felt to be truly loved by someone. For the first time in her life, when whole community rejected her, the one who had the power and the authority to condemn her, he said, no, go and sin no more. Today is a day of healing for some of you. Don't leave this, leave this place knowing if I go back to Brother John in the prayer corner, people are going to think and judge me. No, no, there's no judgment happening here today. Today is a day you have been looking for all of your life. And I'm here to remind you, your maker, the one who made you in his image is here to meet you. Holy Spirit, you know for the almost last week and a half, I have been wrestling with this word of God. And I believe with the help of the Holy Spirit, what you have deposited into my heart, I have deposited into your people's heart. To those who are here this morning, I pray, O oh God, they will be set free. They will feel the presence of God in their life. I ask them, oh God, that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will come upon each and every one of us today. The worship team is going to lead us in worship. 
you have an opportunity to go back to the corner, the prayer corner over there. Or maybe you want to come to the altar and kneel before the presence of God. But do not leave this place as you walked in. Jesus is here to meet you. You will never have to live in this shame again. After the worship team, Pastor Todd is going to come forward and lead us in communion. It's because of what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary, we can all be here today. For the remission of our sins, every bit of blood in his body was shed on the cross of Calvary. The scripture tells us when the soldiers pierced him one last time, water started gushing out of his side, letting the whole world know that every bit of the blood was shed on the cross of Calvary for you. And because of that blood, you have victory. Because of that blood, you have protection. Because of that blood, you have healing. So when you leave this place this morning, understand you do not have to be in bondage anymore. You have been set free by the name of Jesus Christ. If you want to come to the front or go to the prayer corner, as the worship team leads us in worship, let us worship together this morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'd love to connect with you on any of our social media platforms at A Public Church or through our app or website, publicchurch.com. To give towards the vision of Public Church, you can do so through our app or website via PushPay or by texting Public Church in all caps with no space to 77977. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.